Audioversity, the voice of Reichman University. Part of your world with Shiri Epstein and Tally Cohen. Hey everyone, this is Part of Your World in the Audioversity, the voice of Rahman University Radio 106.2 FM. I'm your host, Tali, and I'm here with my co-host, Shiri. Shiri, what's up? Hey, Tali. So our next episode is going to be an interesting one. A different one than what we usually do, it I think. It is. So we're going to be talking about consumer brands, which is uh, how Disney makes a lot of their money. Yeah. We, I feel like we've been talking about how Disney makes money quite often. But we never touched upon this. We haven't. So I'm excited. Yeah. But before all of that, as always, updates and conspiracy theories. Okay, so let's start with our first update. So better Nate than ever will uh, will come on the spring of 2022 in Disney+. Plus. It is a music, musical comedy based on the book of the same name by Tim Fedrell, uh, and it follows Nate as he sneaks off to New York City with his best friend becoming uh, in, in order to become a Broadway star. I like the name of the TV show, Better Nate Than Ever. It kind of goes like, like it, Better yeah. Late Than Ever. Yeah. Um, going on to our second one, which is based on a really big TV show, but uh, Bob's Burgers is coming to Disney Plus on May 27th, 2022, very soon. Uh, if you don't know, it's an upcoming animated musical adventure comedy based on the TV show. We like musicals We love here. musicals. You stole the words out of my mouth. I was <laughs> going to say that. We love musicals. We really do. So to conclude, if you guys are musical fans like we are, go watch these two movies. Especially, I feel like the Bob's Burger one is like going completely out of... I don't know if you've watched any of their episodes. I haven't. But it's going completely kind of off of like the kind of family they are and it's probably going to be really funny it's like having like the simpsons do a a musical (laughs) yeah that would be yeah Yeah. um continuing on do you want to tell us a little bit about news sounds good so disney and pixar just released the the new poster from the movie Lightyear, which me personally i'm super excited for um so a new trailer blasts off this morning for Disney and Pixar's original sci-fi action adventure Lightyear, of course based on Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, um, the definitive origin of Buzz Lightyear, the hero who inspired the toy, follows the legendary space ranger on intergalactic adventures, and it's going to be released on June 17th this year. Yeah, we've already talked about the movie release. Yeah. But now the trailer and the poster are coming out, which is exciting because it means it actually will be closer to release date because that kind of sets it in place in our exactly. Disney uh, chaos. Can I just make a comment about how they made Buzz? Like, yes. as, a, as a person, isn't it weird? Like, I love it, but at the same time, doesn't it feel like... Well, he was always kind of based on, like, this um, sort of concept of, like, space movies or whatever. Yeah. And, like, it's an original, true kind of story because they're going to base it off of a real no, person. No, I mean, I mean visually speaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean visually, like the character itself. That's true. It's going to be weird to see Buzz as the character from Toy Story and now seeing him in like his... I guess he was also a TV character in the movie itself. He was, he was I think, some he kind was a, of celebrity. No, he also, but he's also a TV character. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah. So to my favorite part, what happened today in the world <laughs> so as of february 22nd 1996 the year i was born gosh um 
Disney launched their online Disney.com, a website designed to promote a wide range of Disney products on the internet. Which is what we're going to be talking about today. Exactly. Um, they had a whole bunch of stuff on there. There was games. There were products. You could buy stuff. Yeah. It's Disney. That's <laughs> all Disney I can say. Disney always finds a way of making money. So do you want to start us off? Sure. So our conspiracy theory of today's episode is that Wheezy, the penguin from Toy Story 2, was secretly a villain. Chewie, do you want to tell us why? Yes. So as of the movie, we know that Wheezy is put into a far corner full of dust. Nobody pays attention to him because his uh, Wheezy thingy broke. So he couldn't make noise anymore. Um, Woody saves him at the beginning of the movie because Woody is this nice, sweet guy. But according to this theory, when he's forgotten on the shelf, probably he becomes jealous of watching Andy play with Woody and Buzz and all the rest of them. So when the Your Tale comes around, he plans an idea. Tally? So, yeah, the, the Your Tale comes around, and Wheezy wasn't even trying to save himself, and he knew Woody would attempt to rescue him, possibly getting sold in the process. Uh, which is exactly what happened. So, without Woody in the picture, Wheezy would have a better chance of getting attention from Andy. Plus, it's not like Wheezy did anything or tried to help Woody when uh, he fell off of Buster. And if you're trying to be friends, you probably would try to save your friend. Exactly. So, um, I, I can see why this would be a relevant theory. I... I don't know it's how much I believe small. it. Like usually, the theories we bring have like a bigger scope to them, right? Yeah, but I like the idea of this theory being like a small one because he's not the main character. He's not yeah. even like very much part of the story. Yeah. But what if he actually cost this whole scene because he's a secret evil villain? And then at the end, he gets his wheezy thingy back into him, and uh, you know, yeah, who knows? Maybe he tries murdering the rest of the toys. He does. Maybe um, so. <laughs> I feel like that would I keep talking about what I feel like would be amazing movies after all my conspiracy theories if you haven't heard about Carl um his name is not Carl or what's his name Russell yeah for Carl Russell. Is the... well my conspiracy theory is about Russell exactly but I feel like that would also be a great movie about Wheezy trying to destroy all but the toys what, the, what would be the plot like just a toy trying to destroy the other toys isn't because that he's basically jealous. Toy Story 3 I mean yeah technically <laughs> but wouldn't it be funnier if it's an inside job? Yeah, that would be funnier, definitely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why Why didn't they do that? Why did they outsource to... Because I think you're supposed to have a connection to all the, like, Andy toys. Yeah, fair enough. And he's part of the Andy toys. Like, he gets his uh, weasel, wheezy thingy put no, back no, no, in No, 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 I'm talking about... What's his name? The the, the bear. Yeah, bear, I know yeah. who you're talking about, but, like, you're supposed to be like all of Andy's toys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Consumer brand. Let's start. So Disney Consumer Products, Inc. Uh, is a retailing and licensing subsidiary of the Disney Parks experience and product segment of Walt Disney Company. So that means everything from toys, CDs, DVDs, when that was trendy. And anything else <laughs> that Disney gives out. They like puts their brand name on. It has to go through Consumer Products, Inc. Exactly. Which is a great name, by the way. <laughs> But previously, com consumer product. Pro but previously, consumer products was a segment of Disney until 2016. Then a unit of Disney consumer products and interactive media. 
Since the 2000s, Disney Consumer Products has constantly been more profitable. Merchandise licensor in the world, generating billions more in retail than its main competitors, which includes Warner Brothers production, Consumer Productions and Viacom CBS Consumer Products. That's expected. That is I expected. would say that it's expected. Disney has everything. And not just like Disney, Disney products, but everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like we always keep saying of how Disney's going to take over the world. I'm already convinced it has taken over the world, yeah. but you know, just in secret. So, um a little background. The origins trace back to 1929 when Walt Disney licensed the image of Mickey Mouse for use on a children's writing tablet. Um we've talked about licensing of Mickey Mouse yeah, before. We have. And how it is might not be Disney anymore. <laughs> uh i don't know why but i really want disney to lose <laughs> licensing mouse? but it's just the original mickey mouse it's uh steamboat willie yeah mouse. but why why would you want that i think in a place in my heart i just think disney has made way too much money and succeeded way too much and is controlling everything and everyone and losing something so important to them would make me happy in my evil heart of souls I completely disagree, and I don't even need to tell you why. <laughs> but, but do tell our listeners exactly. why. Exactly. In any case, as as you probably noticed from the episodes, I'm a very big Disney fan. So so am I. We're just different. Yeah, I know. But like, I'm a fan in the level that I like. I root for Disney and everything they do. Okay, you know, yeah. you just you have like a more of a critical point of view. I just love Disney as in like a a stupid like love which is you why this episodes work so well exactly you think it through i don't <laughs> that's true so you want them to just keep mickey while i'm like let's get rid of mickey and make make because, disney suffer <laughs> but mickey is like disney's face like all their movies but mickey isn't Mickey's officially right. disney anyway walt didn't do draw mickey he didn't so like it's, it'd be a win for the true rule drawer. Draw, it's it's or more of a tradition drawer. kind of thing. It I'd is. Say it's more of a tradition Here's the thing. thing: they wouldn't be able to use uh, the Steamboat Willie image in the beginning of Disney movies, and I think that would be sad. But it would. Walt stole Mickey, so you know. Yeah, that was kind of his decision. <laughs> so, still speaking about Mickey, the Mickey Mouse doll production by Charlotte Clark started shortly after in January 1930. Right. Um, before that, on mm. December 6th of 1929, Walt Disney Production formed the Walt Disney Enterprise Division to handle merchandising. And then they created the doll. Um, basically, they just saw that they are probably going to need some sort of uh, people to be in charge of how big they think Mickey's going to become. And yeah, and they were right. They were, they were very much right. right. Um, and in 1934, Disney's licensing expanded to hand crack toy pro projectors, uh, diamond stud Mickey Mouse pins, Mickey Mouse toffee in England, and the Lionel wind-up train toy, mm -hmm. while a patent is received for Ingersoll Waterbury Clock Company's Mickey Mouse watch. So basically, everything Mickey. Everything Mickey. But I gotta say, it's pretty... It is the 30s, so, like, a hand crock toy where you have to, like, spin the little thingy to make anything happen is pretty cool. That's technology for you Also, there. Disney pins are still a big thing. We've talked about oh, them yeah, before. Oh, yeah, people collect them until today. Yeah, and they trade them, and it's, like, a huge thing at Disney. Exactly. It's like stickers. Dude, this started in the freaking 30s. Who knew? 
Yeah. Um, so continuing on, obviously, with Mickey Mouse, because this was the first big thing of Disney, right? Yeah. So with Mickey Mouse and other characters on products everywhere, a general retail declined in 2000. The DCP had registered uh, operating income of only only three hundred eighty six million. Just three hundred and eighty six million. Nothing. And that's much. a decline. Money. That is when they're declining. Pocket money. I pay that every day for coffee. Exactly. Can you imagine how much money Disney makes when they're like, we had a huge decline. We are only making no <laughs> millions of dollars. An observation. This is only the the product part of Disney. It's not the whole Disney. Disney has a bunch of mini companies inside it, and they all make right. But how much is their failure of year wide? If millions of dollars means nothing to them, they're like, we're losing money here, people. Yeah. Imagine, that is, that's no, they, horrible. They, they probably spend a lot of fucking money. They probably do spend a lot of money in creating the toys and everything, yeah. but everything's like super overpriced in Disney. Like exactly. a t-shirt, which is... Listen, they have their own companies of t-shirts. I don't think they spend millions of millions on t-shirts, yeah. but they sell it for millions of millions of dollars. Yeah, you're right. I remember when I was in Disney, I wanted, I really, I saw this Bell's t-shirt, right? And I really wanted it. It was so expensive. I said, no way I'm paying that for a t-shirt. Yeah, I might as um, well buy a diamond crown from the Swarovski in the Main Street in Disney World. Listen, it is very true that uh, Disney overcharges for a lot of very basic things. Like a t-shirt can run you up for like 50 bucks. It's because people are going to pay for it. It's they true. They know people are going to pay for it. Well, little hint, if you're going to Disney, in a lot of them, there's uh, stores outside of Disney that sell Disney products for cheaper prices. Because it's all like the out-of-season stuff that, like, Disney's not going to sell. Yeah. Um, anyway, continuing on. So, um, mid-December of 1999, Andrew P. Mooney became the president of DCP under the Chairman Boyd in the general shake-it-up of the union. Um, he created a Disney Princess franchise in January of 2000. So, he kind of came up with the idea. Of Disney princesses. We know how big Disney princesses oh, are. Yeah. We ha we've had several episodes just on them. Yes. And now you know that uh, it was uh, basically to sell products. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's great. Of course. It's Disney amazing. Listen, it's a smart move on Disney's part. They always make smart moves. They, they predict mm, stuff. They predict stuff. But I got to say, they see Disney princesses. And in the 2000s, you already had quite a few Disney princesses. Yeah. So merging it all together and be like, look, girls princesses is a great selling point it is it is andrew p mooney also developed the disney couture fashion line Walt disney signature furniture a princess inspired bridal gowns line and lines based on the pixar film story story and cars that's insane can i get married with a disney dress i guess so <laughs> if that if that is your dream you could also probably if you have millions of dollars to pay get married in disney itself oh i wish um that's insane, though, that they think about a couture lo fashion line. What does a Disney fashion line look like? I don't even think we can tackle how many Disney products are out there. Also, like, furniture. Disney, even. Would you get Disney furniture, Tally? Um, <laughs> Tally's roommate is in the studio with us, and she's nodding yes. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to make a comment about Tally's? Uh, wait, let me let me turn on. 
Oh, your mic's on. Go for it. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, sorry to put you in this situation. She's just, she was just nodding her she, head yes. I don't think she ever recorded a podcast, so come on, Tals. Share Wait, your opinion. Let's, let's introduce herself. We just threw her into this. Tally, go introduce her. Okay, so this is my roommate and one of my best friends, Tally Pitluck. Hi, she everyone. She is 24 years old from South Africa. Uh, go on, Tals. Hi, guys. So my name is Tally. Again, living with Tally Cohen. Um, I know she's Tally's. a major Disney fan. Now, to ask the question, first of all, if she... We just discussed, like, getting married in a Disney dress. Yeah. Yes, if I know Tally, it would only probably be Frozen from Elsa's dress at the end. The, the final scene. Yeah. Or... Yeah. <laughs> what, okay, but what about the furniture? Would she get that? I honestly think... I, I Yes. <laughs> and I know it would be, or maybe like one of those beautiful mirrors from like I think it was a, a Sleeping or Rapunzel, a Sleeping Beauty, which is this beautiful open mirror. Anyways, yes, she I would think, absolutely. I think it's tangled. Yeah, it is tangled. Never mind. <laughs> but yes, absolutely. I think that she would absolutely decorate her room. She would make it that it's it's very much her personality, bubbly and vivacious. Aww. So definitely would. It would actually show. You yeah. would see. Yeah. Would be the linen. I think the linen would be, I think for her, if she had an option, it would be the linen or it would be um, little accessories around the room. You know, okay. speaking of yeah. Disney products, I, when I went to Disney, in the same day, I bought Mickey e- Minnie ears, sorry, mm-hmm. and a crown on the same day in the span of, I don't know, four hours. Yeah, but that that's like the most common things that they sell is yeah. Mickey ears. But Imagine how much money they make only in Minnie and Mickey years. Oh my god! In specifically in Minnie years, they make a lot of money. Yeah, because nobody can have one pair of Minnie years. Yeah, they need there to buy all of them. Exactly, there are many, many like thousands of people who collect those. Yeah, it's a thing. I recently saw a TikTok. I don't know why I'm introducing this. I saw a TikTok about people buying their Minnie years now on AliExpress because if. They've become really expensive. They have. They have really cool years. They have like the magnetic ones that you can like oh, change but, like, or whatever. Not original. Um, there's original ones of these. Okay. But I'm pretty sure in AliExpress, it's a Chinese company, so it's probably not original. Uh, I have my my theories about AliExpress, but that's a different story about how like the, they're probably the same company creating the original things because yeah. everything's created yeah. in China. But I had this one friend. First time I went to her place, I walk in her room. Her wall behind your, her bed is like, ha- like there are like a little little like nails on the wall, and there are like thousands of mini ears hanging from there. That's crazy. It is insane. There were like so many. It was it was a fun view. I would never do that to my room because I don't know. I I just if you I were would. to decorate, tell me you would. Listen, <laughs> let me defend myself. If I were to decorate my room 100 percent Disney, I would do something else with it. I she would do, do Frozen 100 percent. Or that or Moana. I Moana. Think, yeah. Moana. There we go. Yeah. I knew it. I mean, I get that. I also feel like Tally would just decorate anything Disney at this point. I would. Um, I would, though. Anyway, let's keep moving on to cereals because that's a hell of a jump. But <laughs> consumer products have also began expanding licenses in food categories in the 2000s. DCP agreed to license agreements with Kellogg Company, which, if you don't know, is a big cereal the, company. The one with the tiger. Yeah. Um, Kellogg Disney cereals launched in February 2002. 
Um, I don't think I've ever seen Disney cereal. I don't think so. Too. I don't think it got to South America. No, it didn't. But that's a cool thing. Like, I'm sure, like, wait, McDonald's also had like Disney like the toys. toys. Yeah. Let's hear your input. Did you I have- had Mickey Mouse cereal when I was a youngster? still young and uh, you could buy it like it was a common thing it was it was a general thing but i also was in the states i went when i was like 12 anyways doesn't matter and they had like it was a big thing there was a whole store at that time dedicated to all those um, yeah. cereals and all of those little like there was the princess one i know there was cinderella and snow white for the snow white it would be like the white chocolate and little dwarf uh little dwarf icon it was oh, really wow. cute oh, no wow. it was really and then the mickey ones were, of course like black and there was chocolate and I crazy. do remember yeah. I do remember that they had Disney shaped pasta. <gasps> yes. That's true. That? Yeah, I remember had that. that. They had They that. had a lot of Disney things. I think generally just because we're talking about Kellogg's, cereal wasn't a thing, but like I said, McDonald's had the toys. I'm yeah. sure Burger King did as well. Uh it was like yeah. a big thing at least when we were younger it's like Disney's making money and everyone that can wants to make money out of it as well. I mean, yeah, because if you are, first of all, I don't think Kellogg's is anywhere in this whole, like, we need money kind of thing. Yeah. But I do get why two big companies would collab together and then make double the money. Yeah, exactly. Disney consumer products made $388 million in operating income, placing the year ahead of 2000 and 2003. Listen, that's an insane amount of money. Oh my god. I agree it's a lot of money, but I feel like for Disney they don't feel like it's a lot of money. No, they don't definitely not. I think that whenever these numbers are coming out, they're like, Oh, it's when we're losing money. Yeah. Which like it's so much money. Yeah. But I also understand that Disney has so much outside of just products that they do use their money for. Like they obviously use a shit ton of money making Marvel movies or yeah. Star Wars movies. But don't you think they have, like, a budget for each, like, scope of Disney? I like, do think so. And I think, listen, I'm 100% sure that the CEO of Disney does not need any more money than what he already yeah. has. Yeah. But I also do understand that Disney does employ a lot outside of just consumer, like, consumer. I can criticize Disney and be like, oh, they have so much money, which I do constantly. But at the end of the day, they do have a lot of workers and other things. Like there's the Disney college program. There's like just people working in the common everyday Disney stuff. There's also those cruises that you see this new upcoming one. Oh, we never talked about the cruises before. We should have an episode about the cruises. We should. Thank you, Tali. Sure. It's a good idea. It is. (laughs) We had an episode about the parks. We should do one about the cruises. (sighs) Yeah. Um, now, Mooney's major initiatives was to turn Disney into a lifestyle brand by relying on the Disney brand reputation instead of its characters to sell clothing and household goods with half the royalty percentage of the 10% of Disney characters. Yep. Wow. <laughs> um, so basically, it just means that they want to sell more lifestyle kind of things like yeah the most common of stuff you know you can you can find disney everything imagine having a computer mouse that is mickey mouse i'm sure that there is some oh, with 100%, like, no, not like the cool? mouse itself being mickey mouse but like having like a like a cu- skin sticker whatever you call okay, it mickey yeah. mouse because I'm, I'm so sure that there's also like keyboards of mickey mouse I and can stuff see a mouse that is mickey mouse like having the ears on the Listen, bottom like the the two ears like i'm not 
No. Basically, okay, so here's the mouse, you gotta, you right? Gotta explain visualize, it. Yeah. yeah, visualize. So there's the mouse. There's the part you put your pa- the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. There's the part you put your two fingers, right? Yes. So behind those two fingers, the ears would be there. So like at and the bottom of the mouse. Exactly. And the and the the mouse itself would be like the clothing, like Mickey's clothing. Oh. So the, oh. the part where you put your palms would be the the red shorts, mm-hmm. and the two the two buttons would be Mickey's body. She's definitely like the buttons. He has buttons. He has buttons on his. Here's the thing. I am so sure that anything we come up with here being like, oh, Disney should have this random thing. Disney probably has it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There is nothing that we can do better than the Imagineers at this point. Because in even in like our parks episode, you mentioned this before. We've talked about how creative the, the Imagineers really truly are. Yeah. So like. You know, we probably have nothing to come up with that Disney has not even tried already. And if we, if we, whatever we come up with, it could, if we don't know about it, it could have been a huge fail. And we're just suggesting something that doesn't work. Probably. Also, if we come up with something and Disney, you're listening, please give us credit or, you know, tickets to the park. We'll accept either. We would also accept the how much money? Let's see it again. <laughs> um, 386 million. We would accept that as well. Truthfully, I'm just saying. Truthfully, at this point, we'll accept half of that. <laughs> truthfully, at this point, I would ex- I, I can ex- I expect like a Disney Fast Pass, and now I'm good. Truthfully, just just get us a hotel room <laughs> and a Fast Pass. That's all we ask for. Uh, that's all. We don't need much more, Disney. We do not. I'm so sure Disney does not listen to this. I'm 100% sure. I actually, maybe. I hope Disney doesn't. I'm not going to be blocked out of everything, Disney, <laughs> if this continues. I'm not. I mean, maybe. Maybe <laughs> I will. You'd be blocked by association. <laughs> I would, I, though. I would. Tally, I don't know how much you hear of our episodes, but I complain a lot about how much I dislike a lot of things in Disney. Mm-hmm. And uh, my co-host here I disagrees. I couldn't even see, yep. so so i might get blocked off of disney if they would ever listen listen, to us they always need some character and some flames so (laughs) they could actually take no publicity is bad publicity that's true until you listen to our next episode (laughs) which might might be bad publicity but i'm skipping ahead anyway disney stores in actual disney Okay. Do you, do you have comments? Oh my god. There's a never ending amount. No, there's a never ending amount. I remember yeah. I was there. It was just like, there's just everything. Everything you could think of. It could be princesses. It could be the action figures. It could be. I they remember doing a whole store like dedicated to Donald Duck. Like, that was like brilliant. I mean, I uh, that's my opinion. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. So the international chain of uh, specialty stores selling only Disney-related items, many of them exclusive, like Donald Duck, under the own name and Disney outlet, um, the stores go under the Disney consumer products, and they're usually retail entertainment stores. So currently, the company operates the standalone stores, Disney, Disney Baby, Walt Disney Gallery, and Disney Soda Fountain and Studio Store. What is that? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea either. Disney surprising us again. Disney surprise. Here's the thing, Disney baby. I kind of get it. I, yeah. I I also would put my my baby. I don't have a baby in Disney clothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yet. Um. As of 2019, D23 Expo, it was announced that Disney departments were opening at Target. 
across the United States starting in October of 2019 prior to the release of Frozen 2. Basically, they just did the best marketing move they could have done at that point. Yeah. Because Target is for everyday people and you can sell things for cheaper because you probably make them cheaper. Yeah. But you're probably selling double than what you would have sold if it was only at Disney. Exactly, exactly. Because, I mean, in the U.S., Target is everywhere. Disney stores, yeah, there are a bunch, but, like, it's much easier to go to a Target than a Disney store. Also, I feel like more, like, common folk, I don't want to say it like that, but more, like, People who are going to Disney stores are specifically going to a Disney store. People at Target, I don't know how many times this has happened to you guys. When I ever go to Target, I get lost in Target. I will buy the whole freaking store even though I don't need anything. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, like, if I'm walking around and I see cute Disney stuff and it's not that expensive because it's Target. You buy a bunch of it. You buy a bunch of it. You buy a bunch of it. You see family t-shirts. You buy it for your six children. If you're vacationing in the States and you go to a Target, you're buying your whole family exactly. the shirts or the pants or the whatever the hell they're selling there. Yeah. Because it is, that's kind of what happens always at Target. Exactly. And at Walmart, but this was specifically for Target. Yeah. So I feel like that happens. Like you're walking around Target, you see a Disney section. If you're with little kids, like you're done oh, for. Oh, the kids will run there. You are like, done for. But yeah. Anyway, so the Disney items were sold on Target.com, which also adds to it because it means that you can buy it online you don't even have to go to the store in addition to shopdisney.com disney's character wears house outlet was licensed out to liquidator asset management and sales llc to sell overstock and discounted disney parks man- merchandise this is exactly what i was talking about before exactly um everything that gets out of season in disney because they obviously keep changing stuff they just give it to other stores that are relatively near disney and they're just like sell it yeah and they make money off of it because like you know why not listen these stores are huge and they have like a lot of disney out of stock clothes listen have you been to disney springs no okay so disney springs have you been to disney springs i've never i didn't even know there was okay so disney springs is inside the walt disney world complex in orlando and it's basically a shopping space it's it's inside the, the whole park like ground it's like how there's like the Magic Kingdom, the Animal Kingdom, there's Disney Springs. Disney Springs sells like there's a huge Coke store there. Like Makes huge. Sense. And it's just that that's what it is. Disney selling and making money out of things that aren't necessarily the movies or the parks. I'm literally looking up right now. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> they, have a, uh, they have a hot great. air balloon there to ride. Disney is crazy. Disney is insane. Let's continue on to two of the biggest toy companies outside of Disney. Uh, let's start with Mattel. So Mattel added a princess-themed Barbie line in 2010. Barbie sales became plummeting in 2012, thus removing focus from the Disney princess line. Exactly. Mattel sold Cinderella, Ariel, Belle, and obviously the two Frozen princesses, Anna and Elsa, around its last year of the Disney line. With these competing lines and an expiration of the brand license at the end of 2015, Disney gave Hasbro a chance to gain the license given their work on Star Wars, which led on Descendants license. Oh, I love Descendants. We will talk about them. Um, Disney Consumer Products also made an attempt to evolve the brand from damsels to heroines, which kind of was the the whole issue with the Disney Princess line and Barbie. Yeah, kind of not connecting. Exactly. Uh, but Barbie did not make an appearance in the first Toy Story film because Mattel 
did not authorize to use her because the, they thought the film was not going to be a success. They messed up. They did. They well, messed Barbie up. was in the next one. He, she, no, the third one. No, in the second one. Yeah, the third one's when she meets Ken. You're right. Yes. yes. Okay. So she appears officially in the second one and in the third one and continuing on because yeah. obviously... Um, I gotta say, though, them being like, oh, Toy Story's not gonna work, let's not give credit for Barbie, is probably one of the dumbest things they could have done. Oh, yeah. Well, now they don't have any credit. They have no licensing with Disney because the Disney Princess line fell, and, like, Mattel's biggest thing is Barbie. Yeah. Um, I kind of see and don't see this whole thing of, like, damsel to heroine not working for Barbie, but I also don't because I do think that Barbie is... A pretty good, like she, she could be everything. She could, she is. She is everything. She is everything. But <laughs> um, like she worked in every job. But I do get why this whole like feminist kind of movement is kind of swaying away from Barbie. But let me as tell you. Let me tell you what I think the line of thinking here was. So, you know how there's the fashionista Barbies, let's say it that way, and there are the doctor Barbies. Mm-hmm. A princess Barbie would fall more into the fashionista line than into a doctor Barbie line. Right. Do you do you see what I mean? I see what you mean. I feel like young girls also, because of the fact, like, probably, like, Anna and Elsa dolls were, like, selling. Oh, yeah. But then, like, I feel like less younger girls nowadays, this was when, like, uh, when Frozen first... Frozen came out in yeah. 2014, 2013. Exactly. So, like, at that point, I feel like cinderella ariel and Belle were less uh po- were less like girls would look at them especially like cinderella had so many like um live action remakes or whatever that like yeah. kind of became invalid yeah and then Belle until the remake that was wasn't even like that much talked about yeah exactly especially yeah. for younger girls i feel like the remake was a lot more for like adults it was, it was. um and then there's ariel who if you know is my favorite princess but i also think that they they're kind of not at the same standard as like the newer princesses. exactly because like we we love the old princesses and we watch the movies now we don't buy barbie dolls children buy barbie dolls if they're not gonna buy children are like if you take your little daughter to the store and see like what what barbie do that you want they won't tell you like a princess they've never even watched the movie they'll say anna and elsa which are in the movie theaters or they'll get a barbie that does stuff like exactly if you're getting i don't know a doctor barbie or like the the one that comes into my head is like the veterinarian barbie yeah that comes with like a dog exactly you're probably gonna get that one exactly but anyway moving on to hasbro which is the second biggest toy producer so hasbro extend disney's extends disney pact for star wars marvel toys and games so the pact which hasbro, hasbro and disney extended back in 2013 was expected to expire in 2020. Financial terms were not disclosed. Right. Um, Hasbro has long benefited from its relationship with Disney. In the last year, uh, Hasbro's partners' revenue from rose from 24% to... <laughs> uh, rose 24% and it made $1.22 billion. Mm. Wow. That, is, that is a big rise. Uh-huh. And that's only 24%. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, the company pointed to a strong sale Frozen 2, Avengers, Spider-Man, and Star Wars lines for the increase. The strength of the, these sales is a proof that Hasbro, Hasbro's partnership with Disney continues to be lucrative and stabilizing one, particularly in post-Toys R Us world. Yeah. I 
generally think that Hasbro ha- could could do a lot more than Mattel could when it comes to like Disney movies. You're right because they have all those like games, like all like Monopoly and all of that. It's yeah. all Hasbro. Yeah. So you could do like I don't know, like an Avengers Monopoly game. It probably makes a lot of money because Monopoly is not just for kids. More than the Barbie, for sure. Exactly, because like all these other games that aren't just for kids that adults play as well, mm-hmm. and you mix them together with a lot of movies that aren't just for kids nowadays yeah. and it kind of combines into this great nice thing yeah yeah um the agreement allows hasbro to make products based on marvel and star wars content of the films television and disney plus disney plus and uh, the consumer pro- product revenue of the walt disney okay so all in all the consumer product revenue of the walt disney disney company is in 2018 amounted to 4.65 billion u.s dollars i have an issue with numbers it is a big ass number first of all um disney makes more nowadays in media and entertainment than they do in consumer goods nowadays yeah um but that's still a, like in 2018 that's still a really big number it is definitely is um to conclude basically disney likes money i think that's a conclusion of a lot of episodes it is though yeah um but this actually shows that they create everything and anything so if you want to make a house full of disney stuff like tally does (laughs) just go and do it because they have everything (laughs) if you have the money to do so as well so anyway this was part of your world here in the audioversity voice of reichman university radio 106.2 fm i'm shiri i'm tali and thank you for being with us today